This is Empowered Explant, the podcast helping women ditch their breast implants with confidence. I'm Dana Mersica, board certified health and wellness coach and explant warrior. Good morning. Woo, I woke up like this. <laughs> I really did. If you can see me right now, if you're watching the video, yes, I woke up like this. I am sitting here in my bralette, early morning, no makeup. I did brush my hair, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, I'm sitting here very much in my natural self. And it's quite fitting actually, because uh, today we're talking about the power of our words. Because after a while, we actually believe what we say. And this can increase stress, anxiety, depression, cause physical illness, and create a negative perception of ourselves. So we can sit here and we can say all sorts of things about ourselves. I could sit here and look into this camera and say a whole bunch of things about myself right now, but I'm not gonna go there because I showed up today right and that's really what it's all about and let's face it the explant journey is already tough we're already showing up for it and we don't need to make it harder on ourselves than it already is so i'm gonna help you get more aware of your words and start talking to yourself like you would your breasty okay so here we go let's dive in First, a little story here. As I was approaching my explant surgery, I would often say, I'm getting my boobs out. Or like when I was counting down to surgery, as you do, you know, 14.5 weeks till I get my boobs out. And for those who've been there or are there right now, you know, that countdown is really real. <laughs> uh, one day though, my mom actually called me out on it. And she said, Donna, no, you're not getting your boobs out. You're getting your implants out. <laughs> and I was like, ah, you're right. I had like a full body response to her saying that, but in a big relieving way. It was a moment where I paused and thought, wow, yeah, actually, my boobs are staying. I'm not having my boobs removed. I'm having the foreign shit inside them removed. Wow. Okay. And you know, it seems simple enough, right? Like, yeah, duh. But that shift in words made a huge difference to the way my brain was wired to think about the surgery. You see, my breast implants were a really big part of my identity. I was walking around with these massive double Ds for a decade, all through my 20s and into my early 30s. They were how I knew myself. They were how I entered a room confidently, how I got free drinks at a bar or served first even when the bartender was slammed. <laughs> They were how I skipped lines at clubs in Vegas and got sat at the most exclusive VIP tables. They were how my boyfriend at the time knew me. They were a built-in sex toy. They made me money. They made me seen. So removing them was really scary. 
I knew I was going to have to relearn how to function without them, who I was without them. And knowing I was going to go from a double D potentially to an A, which is what my surgeon had suggested might be the result, had me feeling like I was removing my breasts, right? I mean, most of what I had was going. But unlike women who have total mastectomies uh, and they are actually having their breast tissue removed in its entirety, I was not. So I had to have a a real serious, you know, check in with myself on that, right? Because trust me, I was keeping mine. Like, do not take a single cell of my breast tissue because I'm going to be needing all that, <laughs> all of that, please. So anyway, from that point forward, every time I went to utter the words, I'm getting my boobs out or anything similar, I would catch myself and rephrase. And that made a huge difference to my mindset. And I continued to stay very, very mindful of the words I would use or how I would talk about my boobs throughout my journey. So whether I was referring to something about my surgery or my healing process or my physical body or my appearance, I would really stay mindful. And now I'm not going to lie. I see a lot of women saying things about their boobs now that makes me cringe. Like, I'm telling you, lady, you deserve better than that, right? And and it's not coming from a place of judgment. I'm not judging you for saying those things. I'm not shaming you for talking that way to yourself because I did. I still do. I still catch myself, right? So it's not about that. It's just about like, man, we deserve better. You deserve better than that. And, you know, here are some examples that I've seen posted in Facebook groups. Things like, um, you know, pre-surgery, I'm going to be left with nothing. I had nothing before. I was flat before, I'm, you know, before I had implants. I'm going to be flat and saggy afterwards. Or I'm scared I'm going to have no boobs. Or then after surgery, things like they look like sad, empty sacks. Pancakes, anyone? You know, and often these women are only a couple of weeks out of surgery. Maybe maybe a couple of months. They haven't even given their bodies the full amount of time to heal or recover. And maybe you can relate to that. I, I remember me sitting in the mirror a few weeks after surgery, it was actually about four weeks after surgery, looking in the mirror going, man, they look so freaking deflated, right? And so in those moments, it's it's really easy to get caught using shitty words because it can be, it can be really hard. Honestly, we live in a time where we down talk ourselves so much, it almost doesn't even seem like a big deal. But trust me, to our brain, an internal belief system, it is. So here's what I want you to do to help catch yourself in those moments. Ask yourself, 
Would I say this to my best friend or someone I love, like my daughter or my mother or my sister? Would I say to them, oh, you're getting your boobs out or your tits look like empty socks? Oh, wow, you are so flat chested now. Hell no. I sure as shit would not say that to the people that I love. I'd be saying words that lift them up, that make them feel good about their decision, words that encourage self-compassion. What would it sound like if you were talking to your best friend? Maybe, I'm so proud of you. You're doing something so brave for yourself. Your natural boobs fit your body beautifully. Your boobs are small but mighty. Natural boobs are supposed to have a little hang to them. Small boobs have fun too. Girl, you are not flat chested. You are small breasted. (laughs) Man, we talk so differently to the people that we love, right? And it's, it's time that we start giving ourselves that grace. And why is it important that we start paying attention to these words? Well, It can actually impact how you emotionally feel throughout your explant journey, which I'm sure is no surprise, but it will also affect how your body physically heals, right? And so much more afterwards, you know, self-confidence, all of these things. So negative self-talk is often referred to as the inner critic, and it can have a massive effect on both our mental and physical health. Research has shown that people who downtalk themselves often experience higher levels of stress, anxiety, and depression. This negative self-talk can also result in decreased cognitive function and lower self-esteem. The science behind negative self-talk suggests it can lead to increased production of corticotropin-releasing hormone, I probably said that wrong, but it's CRH, and cortisol, which are both hormones associated with stress. Now, having your body in a constant state of stress response causes chronic inflammation, which causes a lot of the crappy symptoms the breast implant illness causes, as well as decreased ability to heal and repair, and can cause long-term effects on our health, leading to chronic conditions. So it is crucial to recognize negative self-talk and, you know, the negative use of words and work towards changing it to cultivate a positive mindset, a more optimistic mindset and promote overall health and well-being. And this also helps you move towards self-acceptance and self-confidence. So with all that said, what can you do to start making that shift in your words? How can you start doing this? Well, I'll tell you what works for me, okay? And it's kind of a mix of what I've learned from Byron Katie, who's an amazing author that teaches a method of self-inquiry. Mel Robbins, who in my opinion is the queen of reprogramming, love her. And all of this is essentially cognitive behavioral therapy in a way and and mindfulness practice, right? So first, you need to become aware. 
get conscious of when you are talking shit about yourself to yourself or when you're about to post some not so great words about your boobs on social media, right? Remember, you might not even be saying something that seems all that bad, like me saying, I'm getting my boobs out, but that sentence alone was causing negative feelings about my explant surgery. So really starting with that awareness and being mindful of when you're about to think or when you are thinking something or saying something. And then identifying the thoughts or words and asking yourself, is it true? Is it true? Now, what you're saying to yourself might be true, right? Or it might not be true at all. Or it might have some truth to it, a little bit of truth to it. But be honest with yourself here. This is not a game of of lying to yourself. It's important to be honest to yourself, with yourself here. So once you've identified, okay, is it true? How does it make me feel when I say these words? Is it attached to a negative feeling or a reaction about myself or the circumstances? Right? Is it, is it, does it make me feel good inside or, or does it make me feel not good inside? Um, and once you kind of identify, okay, how, how's it making me feel, whether it's true or not, how's it making me feel when I say it? Would I say this to a friend or a loved one? Would I say it to a friend? Okay. Is there, is there maybe a, 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 a better way that I could put this, even if it is true? What are better words that I can use? Or what is a kind of more self-compassionate thought that I can think? So uh, let me give you an example. So let's use the term flat-chested, okay? Somebody saying um, or posting that they are super flat-chested and First, it's about becoming aware of that. Okay, I am calling myself flat-chested. All right, uh, and 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 I'm honestly in this case, it could be somebody who, uh, you know, when we get down to the truth part of it, it could be somebody who has had a total mastectomy, and maybe there is truth to it, right? Maybe they did go flat, and that is a true statement. Cool. Um, and then they run through this exercise with that being from a place of truth, right? How does it make me feel when I say these words? Does it make me feel good or, or is it attached to like a negative feeling about myself or the circumstances? Would I say it to a friend or a loved one? What are better words that I could think? Maybe there's a way that I want to refer to myself, my body, my circumstances in a way that makes me feel better. So what words could I choose? But then let's come back to the truth, the truth bomb here. And maybe you've gone down to an A or B cup. So maybe it isn't quite all that true, right? Maybe you get to the truth bomb and you say to yourself, is it true? And you're like, "Mm, well, actually, I didn't have a mastectomy. I am not flat, really. You know, yes, I'm small. I got some itty bitties, but they're not flat. I got I got little got little bumps there, right? Maybe you do have your breast tissue. 
So identify what is true. What is the truth? Let's get really real. Let's break that down. Okay. Bringing reality to it is important. And then how does it make me feel when I say those words? Okay. So I'm an A cup, but how, so, and how does it make me feel when I call myself flat chested? Is that empowering? Is that confidence building? Does that make me feel good about myself? Does it increase my self-esteem? Maybe not. Would I say those words to a friend or loved one? If my friend had gone through this and or a breastie that's gone through it and she's gone from a, a, a D to an A, would I say, oh, hey, you're looking really flat chested now. Do I think that that would make them feel good? So if not, why would I be saying that to myself, right? I've identified that, well, no, it's not 100% true. Those words don't make me feel entirely good or, or promote self-confidence within me. And I definitely would not say that to someone that I loved. So what are better words that I can use? How can I reframe this? How could I say something that's kinder to myself? Maybe instead of calling myself flat-chested, I could call myself small-breasted, right? Maybe I could, I could say that I have itty-bitties now. Maybe there's like a nice, uh, more kind of, more endearing use of words. And, and it's up to you to choose what those words are for you, okay? Um, and if you want the simplified version, of all of those steps, then just cut straight to, would I say this to my friend? Obviously, that still requires that you start with the awareness piece and end with the reframing, you know, the re-choosing of words. But that alone can be enough to start making a big shift. Now, I am not about toxic positivity. This isn't about pretending that there are no tough feelings or thoughts coming up, all right? Because this this doing this doesn't mean that you ignore your issues or that you don't express yourself. This is challenging. There are challenges, right? There are things that we see in the mirror that we don't feel great about. That's just the truth of it. But this is all about mindfulness and understanding that, yes, you are on an intense journey. Let's acknowledge that. There are going, there's going to be a lot of room for self-judgment, self-criticism, fearful thoughts. I'm talking before surgery and well after surgery. I still catch myself here having these moments regularly. And I'm 16 months post-op, I think. <laughs> Something like that. But let's not use words that make us feel worse. Let's not speak untruths or over-exaggerate what really is. Let's not talk to ourselves or about ourselves in a way that hurts our own feelings. We deserve better. You deserve better. Start talking to yourself like you would your breast friend with compassion and thoughtfulness and optimism Choose your words mindfully because whatever we say, our brains believe it and our body follows. And if you don't set the standard for how you want to be spoken to and seen, no one else will. 
If this is something that you needed to hear, if it resonated with you, please do me a favor and shoot me an email or send me a DM and let me know. It seriously makes my day to hear from you when something I've shared has felt impactful for you. Uh, there is nothing better for me than knowing and, and hearing that my words are making a difference, that my experiences, sharing my experiences reaches you. That honestly <laughs> is the, the best gift for me from this podcast. You can email me at darna at empoweredexplant.com or DM me on Instagram at Darna Mosica. I will put links in the show notes. And if you want more mindset related episodes and tools to help in this area, just let me know. I'm sending you so much love and inspiration for a kind of vocabulary. Okay. I'm going to go and get ready for my day. I'll see you back here next week, Breasty.